Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Smart Home Collective Minis. Now the big news item this week was Google I.O. Google I.O. ran from Tuesday the 18th to Thursday the 20th and of course given Covid was completely remote. Sadly there wasn't much regarding smart home space, nothing about Nest, no smart home devices, none of that. However, in saying that there was a whole host of other exciting uh, Google-y tech things which came out of it. Now, whilst I didn't follow the conference live, I did try and keep up with as much information as I could as and when it was being released. And a big shout out to at AutomateAlan on Twitter. My good man, Alan, put out what felt like a minute by minute commentary of the the release information. So, Alan, thank you very much. Now, if you want a full rundown of what Google I.O. covered, please head over to at AutomateLife. Brian gives a really good rundown of everything that was covered, uh, far more than I could actually do via the podcast, so head over there. Two items which stood out for me was the partnership between Google and Samsung. They're going to combine the smart wearables OS, so Tizen and Wear OS. And I think with this combined OS system, the hope is that you'll have a singular developer community, which in turn gives you a single ecosystem where everybody's putting their efforts into. So exciting stuff. Nearly a year after Apple announces a digital car keys for wireless unlocking your car, Google's now going to do the same thing. And I think this is inevitable, given the smart world we live in. Initially, it's limited to Pixel and Samsung Galaxy devices and effectively using your, your phone as a digital UWB or NFC device to unlock your car. And at the moment, it's only BMW that they've partnered up with. And unless any other automated manufacturers join on, it's going to be pretty limited, and sadly, because I do think this is a, a rather cool bit of uh, technology. Moving on, Modern Day Tech stuck out a video where he created his own DIY smart home door closer, uh, which he then integrated into HomeKit. It was based using a Shelly Relay. Whether or not you think aesthetically it's not maybe the most eye-catching, eye-pleasing, it's bloody cool. So head over to Modern Day Tech and look how he built that uh, smart door closer. Now, on to Matter. It seems that Matter is increasing in widespread more media coverage. Articles from Tech Radar, Wired, CNET, even The Verge are all talking about Matter now. And actually, funnily enough, the angle they're all coming from is how you can integrate Google into HomeKit. That seems to be the, the main appeal. So yes, Matter is getting more coverage. Carlo over at Tech, Tech and More Tech has a really good rundown of Matter and his views on it and, and really what it means for the consumers in the, the short term and long term. So if you've not already seen Carlo's video, by all means, go over and check it out at Tech, Tech and More Tech. Moving on to Home Assistant videos, Geo over at Smart Home Makers did a live stream of installing Home Assistant on a Raspberry Pi. I thought this was really quite fun, actually. It was a bit fresh. There's hundreds of videos on YouTube about how to install Home Assistant on a Raspberry Pi, all very much edited. So it's a nice, smooth, polished video. What Geo did was a little bit different. It was live. A little bit rougher in the edges, a little bit raw. But actually, I think that's what made it all more enjoyable. So if you're new to Home Assistant and you've not yet installed Home Assistant and you want to know more, definitely head over to Smart Home Maker's YouTube channel and check that video out. Sticking with Home Assistant, my fellow Scotsman, Lewis, over at Everything Smart Home, has stuck out a new video. Well, I say new. Lewis, you're cheating the system a little bit. It's an upgraded video. Uh, video 2.0 of his uh, actionable notifications on iOS and Android app. Super easy to follow. So if you've not yet got notifications enabled on iOS or Android, certainly head over to Lewis's video and check that out. Now, I love to hear stories about where somebody inadvertently triggers 
a, a listener's echo device, whether it be a YouTube video, a podcast, a TV program. And this is exactly what happened to watchers of a BBC sitcom series in the UK called Motherland. So before I play the clip, your warning, get those devices on mute. That is a good one. Alexa, order 12 bottles of Sauvignon Blanc. White wine, ladies. Right. Alexa, order me an Uber. We're going out. Oh. So as you can imagine, the A word triggered a lot of the viewers' uh, echo devices. And they complained. I don't know why they complained. It was voiced to a national newspaper within the, in the UK that this has happened. And I think it's great because I think it just fucks people a little bit. It just It's a great little trick to really piss somebody off. So... The fail crown this week doesn't go to the Echo Devices. It doesn't go to Motherland. It goes to the viewers that took the time to complain to a national newspaper. And that's us for episode two. Another one in the bag. I hope you're all enjoying these much more condensed uh, episodes. I'm enjoying recording them. And if you feel that I've missed anything that I should have called out, please drop me a note on Twitter. I can include it in next week's episode. So, lads and ladettes, all the best, and I'll see you later. Bye.